remember I had lasagna. How do you want that cooked? Not too crisp or bloody as hell. You want me to hold the chicken? I want you to hold it between your knees. And to drink. This is Bill. He's been a waiter for three years since he left Penn State. Had to get work. He likes the town. He paints toy soldiers and he's getting Hey everyone, it's Matt Kenneson, and welcome to the Grabbing Lunch Podcast, episode 42. Uh, in addition to being episode 42, uh, this is also a very special episode because it is recorded at the High Plains Comedy Festival, and full disclosure... This is the first episode I've ever done where I didn't really know what to expect. Um, I guess the short version of the story is, generally speaking, if you listen to the show uh, uh, with any degree of regularity, you know that I uh, usually have two guests on. The three of us sit down and hang out and we have lunch and we talk about whatever comes up. This particular episode, uh, I was in Denver doing the High Plains Comedy Festival. I was at a restaurant called Illegal Pete's which is one of the uh, sponsors of the festival, Illegal Pete's. And I just decided what I would do is sit down uh, on the patio of Illegal Pete's, grab a burrito, and sit down and talk to whoever came by and uh, and was down to talk with me. So um, that that is what this episode is. I will, uh, I will interject as we go along to let you know who sat down. But I can tell you... Um, among many others, we have uh, Ben Kronberg, Nick Thune, Michael Connell, Chris Walsh, and some other phenomenal Denver talent. So I guess that's it. I'm not going to uh, get into it too much. I'm just going to start the episode and hope that you guys enjoy it. Okay, um, here's what happened. I was just actually sitting down and, and setting up the equipment and having a lovely conversation with Mike O'Connell. If you guys don't know Mike O'Connell, he is brilliant. He's just a brilliant comedian and a very sweet man. So uh, look him up on his website. It's Mike O'Connell. Uh, M-I-K-E-O-C-O-N-N-E-L-L dot net. Mike O'Connell dot net. And um, so with that, uh, here is episode 42, the Grabbing Lunch podcast at High Plains Comedy Festival. Uh, check us out, grabbinglunch.com, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, et al. Um, hope you guys enjoy it, and yeah, that's all I got. Away we go. If smoking wasn't bad for you, i do it all the time. It is bad for you. No, I But my lord, the fun people you meet. <laughs> he was a nice guy. You ever seen Tom Papa perform? Yeah, yeah. He has this great bit where he's like, he's like, the thing is, like, if I don't, didn't smoke, I can just go stand outside for five minutes. You yeah. become a weird, a weirdo. <laughs> that guy hovers, and he doesn't do anything bad to his body. He just talks. He wants to talk. He's lonely. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's one of those times when you see a joke and you're like, no. Are you doing um erotic one? I'm doing that. Oh, awesome. Are you written? Are you pre-written or? I pre-wrote one. Yeah, I'm not very. I was, uh, I've done it a couple times where I was, you know, in the hot seat. In the make-em-ups? Yeah, in the make-em-up part. I always get, I don't know why, I always... Like try to think I can do it, and then I talk myself out of it. And writing it out is just. Did so you do the pre-written one or the make up? I've only done the. Pre- I've never done make them up. So. Right. This yeah. time I have just an audio track. Right. And my uh, 
my doll will be telling the story. <laughs> my, my Cabbage Patch Kid. That's great. Uh, that's great. What is your subject matter? Um, well, I just picked, you picked your own, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I picked uh, Storage Wars. Storage horse. Yeah, nice, the nice, regulars nice. at you know the storage auctions, and it becomes it becomes uh, graphically sexual in nature. Pretty sticky. <laughs> pretty sticky. <laughs> the door rolls up. The deals go down. So yeah, uh, I don't know. I was driving out here. I basically did like I don't know Vegas, Salt Lake City. Oh, Cheyenne. wow. So I've been like a mini tour to come to the cool. festivals. How's it been going? You've been having fun? Dude, it's been the best. Have you been solo? Just driving solo? Yeah. yeah. So I have a, um, a pickup truck, and if the show, you know, there's no hotel room or something, I just go in like a national park and camp. So it's just <laughs> like, ah! So the piece that I wrote tonight, I, uh, I like wrote by like a fire, like a fire camp and you know, the truck. <laughs> Romantic. I know. I'm winning. I'm, I'm totally winning. So, but I'm looking forward to it. I mean, that show last night, people were just so... Jazz. So jazz. Yeah, was, uh, I've heard that the, the deer pile. everybody I've heard, mm-hmm. from everybody I've heard that's been out here. Mm-hmm. It'll be nice. It's nice to get out of the L.A. crowd for a minute there. I'm sure you're... You run a five-day bender of non-LA crowds. It must be nice. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I would have real to comedy that. people or people that want to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We want to uh, hang out and talk after. This you show. headline? Yeah, I headline. Oh, yeah. So what do I've they have doing, local people? That's open? what I was doing because I put the whole tour together myself. So I just reached out to these. Was it difficult? You know what? I mean, there's some people that blew me off, but enough people got back to me. They were just like, yeah, because I just had like a, a letter that I wrote. And I was like, hey, I'm, I'm going to do some, you know, like a little biographic thing. Sent him a couple of late night sets. Yeah. And I was like, I'd love to, you know, come out. So they put on like one-nighters and stuff for me. And then I reached out to local comics that opened. And then they, you know, it's part of like a... A proper, you know, proper show. Awesome. And then they also have bring friends. People open? They've been great. Good, they have been great. That I did always a show, helpful. Yeah, in Cheyenne, and the guy, um, he was like, he said he'd seen him at an open mic that has been working really hard, and I was like, oh, that's fine. He's like, what we'll do, we'll uh, give him five minutes, and then he's doing okay, we'll give him another five minutes, and it's ten minutes. And if he's really the guy's going to have good, a stroke before. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, so wait a second, let me get this fucking straight. In five minutes, you either fucking boot, like throw something at me, or you say, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. I don't like I'm this not scenario. Sure he uh, told him that part of this. He oh, told me he's this like, is like, like an incompetence. Trust me, the guy will go three hours if you don't stop him. <laughs> he's basically like Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> Hey, hey. No, so he, you know they call him the uh, Andrew Dice Clay of Cheyenne, which is no small thing. There's about seven of them here. Yeah, the population. I took a picture of the sign. It's the state capital. It's 58,000 people. 58,000. 58,000 people. But I went on like the penitentiary tour in Rollins and stuff. Oh wow! And, yeah, I had a show in Rollins, and they tried to they tried to make it. Uh, they tried to make it a night. It just didn't work. Yeah, just the crowds run into it. It was like so you, but your those are good. Uh, like three at four out of five have been really good. That that was the only one that was terrible. Was it terrible or just bad? Terrible. Oh, no, it was really <laughs> awkward. Bad. Yeah. And you have to do forty-five no matter what. No. And then you're kind of sitting there. No. Because <laughs> what happened was, 
I kind of set up the room and put like a like a stage, a Mercury stage, which was like a long runner carpet. And it was it was in the basement of the sink. And then I also took um, chairs and made like three rows of chairs, like right in the front. But then behind those chairs were like five banquet tables, and that's where everyone sat. Oh, so there's just that. So there's this like whole gap, and I didn't even. I within 30 seconds I abandoned the stage and went and stood right in front of the tables. You know, oh, that's I funny. just got away from. You didn't pull the old, uh, come on, please just move up here, people. <laughs> like, that's what I see every every show I do in L.A. Yeah, can we all just move up, please? Yeah, yeah. No, we can't. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was terrible. It was really, really terrible. And I couldn't even, like, I was just, ta- I was just talking. There was, like, long... Times it was more speech-based. No, here's the thing. It was my act. But it was, I was just, as if I was talking, there was no comedic reception to it in any way. <laughs> you know what That's I mean? why Henry Phillips has a great, uh, yeah. if you ever want to be vaguely offensive to somebody who just bombed, you just walk up to him afterwards and go, hey man, nice speech. Really good speech. Because yeah. <laughs> of speech doesn't get laughs. Henry Phillips. <laughs> yeah. I love that guy. Because he always puts you in a scenario where you have to act out the other uh, Yeah, role. no, exactly. Has he done this one with you? Well, okay. he just has so many stories. That you, the man is a story. Yeah. When we get to the part, you say, I know I was there. Okay. I'll be, I'll be Henry. <laughs> okay. okay. Ready? Yeah, I had a show last night and really killed it. it yeah. Rocking. I was there. Yeah, I mean, the sound was a little off. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know I was there. It was bad. I I, okay. I'm I'm retiring. (laughs) Of course, I think there was a birthday party in there or something. But I mean, you know, bachelorette parties never go well unless you're like Owen Owen Benjamin or something. (laughs) You're like six. Unless you're like one of those. Unless you're one of those guys who do really well with hot girls, which has never been my thing. Michael I don't Tosh have enough. I don't have enough. Yeah, I don't have enough bits about how big purses are just yet. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, you get married. I, hey, give time. Give it time. Right. Yeah. I'm in no hurry mm-hmm. to make the normal jokes <laughs> that people respond to. Right. Uh, there's no rush to get into the relatable material. Relatable comedy is how you get paid and I'm just not really more I'm it's not about the money with me relatable <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I um uh, I've been having a good time and there has been like a different reception bringing comic to a city that doesn't like have it yeah like, Salt Lake City they have like um wise guys but there's no like kind of alt alti scene so there was this um, it's called Sandy Station and they put on a, they put on a night and it was, it was really fun and there was like three openers and they all like did well and you know they had friends in front of them why there isn't any alternative comedy in Salt Lake City but in the whole state is beyond me now I did the um, comedy the Mormon program. the Mormon comic I loved it Catch a set. His, the Mormon comic is Brian Regan. And he doesn't really bring up the Mormon. He's not Mormon at all, but I mean. Oh, but he, he's clean. Like, yeah, he's him. so good. They love him. He's a perfect example of a guy who's just like fucking, you know, spick and span clean and so he's good a genius. still. Yeah. yeah, he's a genius. I saw him in. Uh, Simi Valley, not Simi Valley, uh, Thousand Oaks, and it came out like you know did a slays. Yeah. Well, I saw him yeah, on Comedy Central or was it like HBO or something back growing up? You know, he was 
he was so funny. And then once I started doing it many years later, I'm like, well, that guy must be the best guy doing it still. And then you're like, you know what? There's so many different kind of like variables going on. It's like that guy is a stand-up and he doesn't cross over. And he so his visibility, he's only visible to comics and people who love comedy, which is crime because everybody, my mom, my dad, everybody would love him. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that some people forget comedy is a thing. Yeah. It does feel like, I don't know, within the past two years, three years, it feels like there's something of a renaissance where people are like, because I went to, it was in San Francisco, a friend of mine, he said, he said yeah, I heard people say like, what do you want to do tonight? And I'm like, oh, go see comedy? He's like, He's like I, I've never heard that. Were they drunk or, mentally, <laughs> or were they mentally ill? <laughs> Step one, break out of the It asylum. actually is. You know what? Yeah. I bet if you did a study on like the ebbs and wanes of comedy, we would be... Techn- I think the 90s were pretty tough. And then the internet really helped out comedy quite a bit. <laughs> People actually see it uh, like at home now. YouTube millionaires. I know a few of those guys. Way to go, guys. Yeah. yeah. Where do you stand? The Hyatt? Are you there? Not tonight. I've been in town for well, for two days. So they're putting me up Friday and Saturday. But I'm at the 11th Avenue um, ah. Hotel, which is kind of like... Where are you a, from? It's again? a hotel hostel with like international travelers and then end of the rotors. It's like that combination of two. Ah, so it's exciting. there's an exciting clientele. Oh, it's edgy. When I was checking in, there was a guy who was wearing a, a home monitoring anklet at the front desk with no shoes on. So that means that he has to stay at the hostel? <laughs> <laughs> They're like... He's like, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> so you're basically telling me I can't leave my house? <laughs> Which is a hostel? <laughs> I'm homeless, but I can't leave it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't leave my lack of a house? <laughs> this is a very confusing scenario, sir. Why is the government, like, yeah, like the, why is the, the state, state government? He gets to live in a hostel because, or it, it is like uh, the super, remember? He gets has to live in his own shitty building. <laughs> Joe Pesci, classic. <laughs> you um, the modern day Pat Harrington. Yeah. <laughs> one day at a time. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> Schneider. Wasn't that the, in, the, in Seinfeld, too? It was, he was the butt. Like, wasn't there one of his first attempts at a show was like, he had to be a guy's butler for like, or that was a George Costanza idea. <laughs> uh, a guy got in an accident with him, and he, he didn't couldn't have the pay money it. To pay, so he... <laughs> he had to become his butler. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's good. <laughs> like, why didn't you take that seriously? <laughs> it's like all the Simpsons fake shows. You're like, I'd watch it. You know, if you I'd made it a real show. <laughs> no. There a lot if there was a half-hour itchy and scratchy, 15-minute itchy and scratchy, don't tell me what everybody wouldn't be watching it. <laughs> I would. Actually, I think that marathon started this weekend where... Oh, every episode in a row. Imagine the nerds going crazy about that. 25 years of of 23, maybe probably 27 episodes a year. What do they... I mean, what do they... Is it four four days or whatever? I have no idea. It might be a week. Somebody's starting to, like, just stocking up on speed so they can... But there are so many, I mean, in that many years of television, there's some bad ones. Too. I mean, they're not, you know, they're the best This is the first ever. year they weren't uh, nominated for an Emmy. Ooh. Did you see that? No. That was the first year in their existence. 
But yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. You, yeah, I love that show. No, I, I you can't. I, if, I, I defy somebody to, yeah. to defame it, you know? Right. right. <laughs> it's just so, uh, so good. Uh-huh. The ones I don't like as much is if, if, when it like skews to Family Guy, and it's not as smart as it normally is. That was like recent. Yeah. Maybe the best eight years. I think I watched it back when Conan, you know, all those ones, you know, and I would watch it three times a day and just. Just so. because it's like six thirty. Yeah, you exactly. Got to play the food in your microwave, <laughs> and then yeah, eleven o'clock exactly. comes around, and you're like, "Wait a second, I'm still sitting here watching." We still the bank them in the DVR. And like the wife and I'll sit down, like you know, over dinner, like oh, that's watching Simpsons. Well, we've been jacking on House. Uh, You're watching House. All the, uh, yeah, yeah. He's that really like, good. He's really I was good. wondering what he's been up to. What a great question. I don't know. He's brilliant. He plays a lot of great music too, as well. He's very talented. In the show, he's you know they always have him doing Being something. Being dramatic with the piano. Right. And his leg hurts a lot too. I don't know if you saw that episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's always leg. a terrible <laughs> He's always on Vicodin. Yeah, I can't hang with Vicodin. I took it for like my back. And, and it fucked you, yeah. It's, well, it's, like, it's really uh, all or nothing with Vicodin. You know, some people are like, I want 90. And some people are like, it makes me fucking nauseous and I hate it. My, I hate how it makes me feel. Yeah. That means you're at ease with your yourself. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> That's all right. The door's open, demons. Yeah. I dare you to confront me. I don't even need drugs. I don't even need drugs. <laughs> fucking nuts. I need to be a little drunk to talk to my idea. Yeah. There's guys that you know are doing that with like uh, alcohol too, and that's really like. To do what? Oh, sorry. No Vicodins in it. Oh yeah, no, that's bad for the years. old liver. Liver there. <laughs> live and let live. <laughs> Maybe. No. Well, I'm gonna be at the Hyatt on. Uh, on Friday, so it should be fun. I'm trying to get more comics to, uh, to come by and say, hey, I'm sure they will eventually. I just, I know that, I think the venues the next door are a couple blocks away, right? Yeah, yeah. I took the bus down there. Okay, cool. Did you? Cool, yeah. cool. So then, I, went, I went full native cool. Denver. I know, I'm impressed. And I drove out here, took the bus. I just wanted to... Uh, You're like a grown-up. I know. <laughs> I didn't bring my car down. How long have you been married, though? Uh, ten years. Ten years? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. All in L.A.? Yeah, I met her in L.A. It's a miracle. That's always not a miracle. You're a sweet man. In a way, I'm sure she's sweet. Yeah, she's sweet. Yeah, she's sweet. She's really nice. She, uh, she is a performer as well or not? She's an artist. She oh, does, awesome. Uh, art direction. Yeah. Illustration. Oh, cool. Yeah, she's really good. She does so she understands stuff. the creative she impulse. It. Yeah, she gets it. And also the lifestyle. Okay, cool. I mean, really? I've been doing stand-up for 13 years. I was like, you know, we've been for 10, so uh, even when we met, and uh, I was still like doing uh, stuff. So it's it was built in. Yeah. It was built in. You're just like, hey, I'm, I'm going to be out probably five nights a week. Well, if somebody loves you, that's not the worst thing they could be doing. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's like the. Uh, Okay, so well, I am a drug addict, or I am a comedian. Which one would you prefer? Fortunately, you get to have both. You can be, you can have seven, you can have seven issues. You can do it all. You can pile them on top of each other. I think they have three drinks right there. If that's what you. Want. 
those guys seem to have giving out shots of bourbon. I might do that a little bit later. I uh, want my story to have a chance to to win, dog. I can, see, I can't believe we're being so friendly because I am your enemy tonight. <laughs> I've never won. I don't even care. I, I won a couple times, Did and you? then I lost. Uh, oh yeah. The first time I lost was to Ben Roy. I think he's one of the guys, local guys, and he did uh, Life Goes On and once he started doing Life Goes On like Corky was fucking his sister and stuff and so I was like well that's that because <laughs> you know like if you I've tried to do some like mildly intelligent ones do you know what I mean and then that like I did some PBS ones and everyone's like I don't know what PBS your PBS references are tuned was that short for pubes yeah <laughs> but then it's funny but if it's if it's public broadcasting services, I don't think so. I don't know what PBS is. Yeah. All I know is it says for public broadcasting. My dad says that we have to give a lot of our tax dollars to them. I really appreciate, I really, really appreciate it. Like, and it's a waste. It. Yeah. It's yeah. just giving money to Bill Moyers. <laughs> Bill Moyers. Bill Moyers, always so smug, probably richer than all the 1%, but talking about him like they're his enemy. That's his stock and trade. It Classic is. Classic Moyers. Every time I turn on the PBS and I see him, I'm just like, I don't know if I can get bummed out right now. <laughs> Isn't the internet for getting bummed out? Isn't that what we do online? Online? I mean, this is TV, dog. Make me happy. I gotta see people's things on Facebook. It's supposed to encourage me. Do you know the Wash Brothers? Of course, yeah. Yes. Love those guys. Yeah, they were on the Big Deer Pile show last night. Awesome. Too, so. Yeah, it looked like a great lineup. Yeah, it was fun. What's happening, y'all? Is that, yeah, we're recording. Walk up, come in, be on the show. Okay, sitting down and joining me was Chris Walsh uh, of the Walsh Brothers. You can find the Walsh Brothers on Twitter at Walsh Brothers, W A L S H Brothers, Walsh Brothers. It's going all right. How are you? Yeah, yeah. Take a seat, man. I'm gonna what do you got going on here? A real festival. <laughs> nice. Is it still going? It's still going. They just uh, you're still recording. We're still recording. Oh, nice. I thought I would just roll for. An oh, that's hour, nice. And whoever gets on can come and cool. say hey. Interrupt. Interrupt. Yeah. I got a Mike O'Connell story. What? Not even he knows about. Okay. Do you want me to wait till he sits down maybe and tell it? Okay. Yeah, maybe we I'll wait till he sits down. Yeah. I'm not even sure if it was him, but we'll find out in a minute. Sure. But well, once you throw it out there, I, think I will. I'll wait. Yeah, I will. How are you? How's the food? I'm good. It's good. I want to get yeah, something. It's delicious. I didn't really eat a lot uh, today, so yeah. How of your podcast? You got to be careful, man. I know. Yeah. What is he? Yeah. Last night we uh, we came in and we we were booked for three shows, which was unbelievable. Probably. Arguably, I don't know who would argue, but arguably the best night of comedy we've had in like a year. So we did, um, Overdahl got us on uh, his show at the Comedy Works, and then we went over and did uh, the Narrators, which is like a storytelling show. Um, crowd at, at Comedy Works was great, great room. I don't know if you've ever played there. I have. 
And then we did this show, the narrators jammed, great show, but different speed, people telling like slower, sort of like written out stories, dynamite. We got to close that show and he's like, kind of like, do whatever you want, which is always great to hear. And then uh, we went to that show that you were on, you killed that. Uh, and it was uh, really, really, really fun. Sorry I missed your set, No, you couldn't get in there. I mean, there yeah. was maybe 70 seats inside. Yeah. Hot. Hot room. Hot room and like just like a sauna in there. You know, so it was a hot, hot in two ways. Yeah, I was uh, glad to get in on the earlier side. Yeah. Yeah, but great. I mean, like that was a night that I think I told you last night. It was like we could have had to fly out today and been like, that was the best three shows in a row. I think I don't think you three in a row. I mean, come on, packed, great shows, unbelievable. So fans, very lucky. Yeah, very lucky. Somebody came this afternoon. He was like, hey, I was at that show last night. Yeah, that's great. And we're we're you know five miles away from. My point being, though, uh, about eating and, and staying hydrated is uh, we went from the airport straight to those shows. And, you know, as a comic, you're like, just, like, get on stage. And then we're sitting there, and I'm just, like, weak. Like, like I, I thought I was going to collapse. You're at altitude, man. You got to get some burritos or something, you know? Keep, well, I've been driving hydrated. The time, so I have like a cooler acclimated. Oh, that's nice. So I still have like all my stuff from camping. So this morning yeah, I just yeah. went to my truck and like had a bowl of cereal. Made yourself yeah. a nice. Opened up the lift gate. And nice. Just, like, you know, hung out. Hung out. Where are you staying yeah. though? Out here. The 11th Avenue Hotel up um, Broadway. Okay. It's probably well, like three miles north of here. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I just found it because it was by the deer pile. So. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. That's so, really awesome. Hostel. Hotel, yeah, yeah, that's great, man. But um, I'll probably visit some family here. Family <laughs> yeah, is in this area. Oh, that's cool. My mom was not born here, but raised here. And this is where I'd come when I was a kid. Oh man! So I was like Denver to visit. It's the best. Grandparents. It is the best. the best. I wish we had more time. I wish I had a week. I would like to take in some uh, Rockies games. Yeah. I, I mean, I you know, come back see you know, see the Nuggets. Sure. I mean, I, I'm, you the know. New look nuggets. Yeah, it's fun to, I think Denver sports are pretty fun. Oh, yeah, they're willing to. <laughs> and Wyoming, they're all the Denver uh, oh, yeah. teams, too. It's that, so like that dead spot. Yeah. That dead zone. You need something to root for. What are you going to do? In North Dakota, it's like the Twins and Vikings. Yeah. yeah. Right. I know there's some, like, border wars that go on, probably. People don't know who to root for. People fighting each other. Brother against brother. <laughs> <laughs> Pick an allegiance to the sports team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How many people have you got on this here thing? Oh, I'm not, I don't have anyone. Booked. Yeah, no, but how many oh, people have come through a lot? Mike and I were the only people just that hanging. were sitting here talking. Oh, that's I just, cool. I turned it on because we were talking about um, Robin Williams. Oh, yeah, man. Just... Well, let me ask you something. This is an interesting question because yeah. I think, you know, comics a lot of times are, you know, obviously well aware of the people who take their own lives or who are down in the dumps and a lot of people are very in comedy very down in the dumps I guess as with any art where you're you give a lot of yourself but what was interesting to me in that I never thought about that yeah yeah people give a lot you know they're putting themselves out there in a way that I think I mean I guess any art is you know I'm just not as aware of what's going on in any other art world and a lot of times people don't look at comedy as, as an art form I think a lot of comics when they start 
they get to a point where they realize it's an art and they there's like it's like your head's been zipped open, you know? But I think that they, you know, it is one of those things where you're creative and you're being creative and you do maybe sort of like mine those dark places or even not maybe you just get down you know because um, it's like it's almost like an entre- entrepreneurial thing where you're like you have to sort of build your own thing from the ground up so there's a lot of failure and a lot of people who don't make it um, but what was interesting to me was people coming out right away when he died and saying say, like don't judge you know, sort of the, 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 the depression. But then a few, you know, when it kind of came out that he might have, you know, it was more like by choice. Like he kind of did that like Hunter S. Thompson thing, which is a possibility. Like I think a big possibility. Nobody seems to be talking about that, I think. What, the like, Parkinson's disease? Yeah, the fact that he kind of, it was more of a choice. Like it might not have been as dark as people. Still, that's a dark place to be in. But I just think it's a different totally different vibe from he was really depressed he killed himself rather than he didn't want he chose to end his own life because in this the way things work in our country now like if you've ever seen anyone or you've ever witnessed someone deteriorate and with any disease i think i i mean i don't know everyone probably has their own opinion but as where i come from and and the way i feel about it is that should be a choice that should be it should be left up to everyone every individual should have their choice as to whether or not they, what their beliefs are, and whether or not they want to go out in a dignified fashion rather than dragging their family into this fucking mess. And having it cost them a fortune. A fortune. Well, now, granted, it wouldn't cost Robin Williams a, a fortune, but you know, he watched Richard Pryor go through it. I'm sure he's watched other people go through similar situations, much like Hunter S. Thompson. The second that he decides, I don't want to be the guy who loses brain function. Like I've lived my life taking lots of drugs. Those drugs probably affected me in this way. I want to leave having a choice, like the choice being mine and leaving feeling like, you know, uh, having the faculties at a maximum, so to speak, you know. I think there's dignity in that. I think that there's something that people have, it's so funny how willing people are to talk about suicide in light of depression, but not suicide in terms of like euthanasia. Mic drop. Yeah, boom. No one's, no one will laugh. No one will. Care. People will leave. You know, they won't. They that discussion is. People are not ready for it. Yeah. I don't need the benefit thing. Yeah. I don't need the foundation. And I think it's a much more interesting discussion, actually, because no one wants to talk about it. I think. went to jail for. Fascinating. Fascinating. Granted, I think that guy lost his way a little bit, but towards the beginning of him pushing the agenda. Yeah. Like really, like with guns and like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, come on, Kevorkian. People will already remember your name. It's weird enough. But, I don't know. I I guess I'm just like, I'm kind of blown away by the lack of discussion going on in terms of that. I think it's just so, it is the last of the, pushing the envelope. It's right off the table, you know. He left. We lost Mike. O'Connell left. And I had a, uh, not you. I don't care about you. That's my brother saying I got a cigarette. Yeah. Yes, Chris um, Walsh, David Walsh, Michael Powell. How are you doing? How's doing how's great. things with you? Yeah, doing great. Yeah, I've been uh, on the road for about a week and a half, and it's been good. It's been awesome. Then I'm yeah. gonna go um, leaving Monday, and then I'll probably be back on Saturday. You know, back back Mexico. west. Yeah, back cool. 
That's awesome. But it's been it's been nice. And people have been great. Got to see some family. So. I think like any, and I'm not for a lot of reasons. I'm not pandering to anyone because this will probably come out after we leave. But uh, I think the people of Denver are not only the comics, but people I've met are just like uh, they're so. I just they feel like so much cooler than everywhere else, you know, like so much more accepting and welcoming. Like they're really arms open. Like good to see you again, you know, like just great salt of the earth. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, agree. Um, I love coming back here. I think I could live here. This would be like really top of my list to, to move to if I had to move out of LA. Which is funny because I come from Boston, a place I could live in just as easy, go back to just as easily as anywhere else. But I think Denver, it's a place I would love to live for a few years. I get it. Especially yeah. as an infrastructure for shows and as a community. Yeah, good good people, great, great creative, really, really funny. I think some of the funniest comics out there right now are from Denver. Yeah. It's incredible what's happening here. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just, I feel like lucky that they asked us to come and do this. I mean, it's pretty great. Yeah, where are you guys staying? We're, and then it, here's another added bonus. The Hyatt Grand, yeah. or the whatever it is, Grand Hyatt, it's like okay. right downtown. We went in and then, and then when we're checking in, the girl's like, yeah, I'm not going to charge you for this, this, and this. I'm not going to say her name. I don't want to get it possibly. Sure, Who knows? Sure. I, I don't know how many millions uh, of this, people this listen to your podcast. lost hundreds of Knudsen. <laughs> lose this poor girl her job because I'm crediting her right. no she was like and then she puts us on one of the higher floors we go up there and it's like great view sweet beautiful Denver we could if we could walk to a Rockies game if we wanted to yeah. like five blocks it's like right. crazy and that's down by the shows yeah down well no no the shows are right here they're all right here I mean uh-huh. it's yeah, I'm not about to complain about how far we are from the shows because it's ridiculous. Yeah, I took the bus down. Here. Yeah. Yeah. We got and then we got a buddy that isn't connected to all this stuff who's like, I'll drive you. Okay. I'll come get you. No, 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 no. It's like, no, this is a hassle for you. No, 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 no. My buddy Matt, who's just so great. He's an Airzots volunteer. Yeah. Yeah. O'Connell, you gotta come over for you one second. Come deny or confirm a story. Confirm or deny the story. I uh, was driving through like Silver Lake over by Garage Pizza several weeks ago as I had my uh, girlfriend and my good buddy in tow in the back. And as we were driving, we saw this kind of a slowly sort of ambling gentleman, handsome fella. Oh, yes. And it looked like he might have had a guitar on his back. And I was like, in, under my, almost under my breath, like, I think that's Mike O'Connell. And then I rolled down the window. I was like, Mike O'Connell! You rock, man! <laughs> to which, uh, no response. Oh, I had Which was probably, probably you. Yes. I, I, which I, I, but no, I would expect that, though. I would expect that. I was like, yeah, I disagree. I will give you seven yeah, reasons yeah. why I do not rock. But I was like, but that's why he's, I was like, and then I just looked to everyone in the car and they were like, who's Michael Connell? I was like, that's why he rocks. Yeah. He, he recognizes that he rocks <laughs> and just continues on. Oh, I just quietly rock. Yeah. I don't, I don't Fourth to. into the night. I don't brag at rock. I, I just always, pictured like a sort of a wry smile and a nod and I just always like to going. think about the show after the show and you're like what the <laughs> fuck did I just do right. I remember we so when somebody says together. you rock you're like no I just pretended to be mentally ill yeah <laughs> we came out and at the end of the show I remember it was like this high stage it was like 10 feet eight feet above the crowd and by the time the show was over, you were wearing like a black speedo, and you were all sweaty. <laughs> you know the show I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Yeah. I, I used to uh, take off my clothes, but 
Hell yeah. No more, you know? Yeah, Not as much. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a young man's game. <laughs> it really is. I'm trying to do it a lot. I used yeah. to do it a lot, and then my brother's always like, he'll know. It's such a like a thing to have in your pocket when people aren't prepared, you know? It is, it is. Very easy thing. And David's like, you'll get Nate. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't always want to be doing that. I'd rather be like trying to write a joke, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's fun. Like, it's like, you know, it's ago. fun to engage the easiest joke there is. It is. is. But... It'll never get old. <laughs> no, Absolutely. it won't. I went out. Did, have you guys ever done the Venice Underground? Yeah. 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 Big, so, weird crypt. Yeah. It's like no. a crypt. It's like a, a comedy show. You would be great there. You'd be great there. Yeah. I'll web introduce you. Yeah. Um, but is it uh, Bronson who still does it? Bronson. Bronson. Yeah. Um, but afterwards is a, a burlesque show and so it kind of gets both the crowds but one night you know when you're like up there and you're there it's like 60 seconds you're like Ooh. and I was wearing a cardigan sweater I said take off your sweater and I, <laughs> I took it off and everyone started to cheer and I just took everything off until you know and then you're kind of like ah yeah I know well, then are you are you the guy that shows your wang yeah, <laughs> it's the question, and it, it, it's really more of that. It becomes a more of a conversation with yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who am I? Who am I? What's going on here? I know I was and born. There is a there is is also a kind of a standoff that happens between you and the crowd as to whether or not you're going to whip it out. Yeah. I was you know? so fat back when I started, and I would just constantly take off my clothes, which was like at that point I, I think That's I was it was in Chicago, so yeah, it was yeah. like people are like that guy's normal weight yeah. <laughs> when I started doing it in LA I'm like maybe I should lose some weight before I do it in LA I don't know give it a shot <laughs> but I think that's when it's more courageous oh yeah you know yeah. that you're willing to do and that and of course that's when I didn't think twice about it yeah, but then yeah. <laughs> anytime when yeah, I do yeah. lose weight then you're like well now it's kind of tacky because I look so good <laughs> <laughs> now it's a little braggy yeah now it's now like it's to be expected. now it's to get sex yeah. not to get Booze and groans. Yeah. <laughs> now it's a print ad for P90X. Uh, yeah. Not so much. Not so much. We the same thing happened to us, but it was at a uh, like a, a hall in like Western Massachusetts, oh, wow. and it was never expected. Yeah. It was one of our first kind of road gigs at this like uh, you know it was like a Knights of Columbus or something. Yeah. And these women were yelling for me. To, we were just bombing awfully, and they were yelling. There was like some old group of old women. And I just, we were bombing so bad, I just started taking my clothes off. And and David just left because he was like, we can't have two guys on stage. Drawing focus. A, yeah, clothed, yeah, a clothed right. guy drawing focus yeah. from the naked man. No, no, no. He knows. See, you guys know each other. Yeah. So well. yeah. And the best part He's was like, the I'm guy. He's like, I'm going to go take a nap. He had already paid us in cash, and you could tell he wanted the money back, and we weren't going to give it to him. And then as I kind of collected my clothes, this old woman, I'm talking like 80 years old, slapped me in the ass. When oh, I wow. bent over to get my shirt, that was the best part. But wow. that that does speak to the fact that that it's like in in hell taking off your yeah. clothes works. Yeah, right. <laughs> it brings you back up the yeah, purgatory, yeah, yeah. and maybe yeah. maybe you can maybe you can take that right. fucking energy and turn it into a heaven. I know. <laughs> you get to hang out with some unbaptized but then you actually, babies. But then you That's do right. become um, you do become. Like the stripper act. Right, right, right. <laughs> a you purgatory. Get, you get your act. You get your ass yeah. by old ladies. Well, then uh, people like that. The guy who booked the gig thought thought that's all we did. <laughs> he didn't understand. That's not what we do. Was, we were just bombing, and it was. I wish I had watched the tape. Is what. It, and I was like, you can't get it past your head. It's like we were just sucky. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it said, "What a gentle age." Yeah, right. <laughs> this is not. We on were sucky. The yeah, we were so sucky. <laughs> yeah. I had to get naked to sort of try and. Uh, 
salvage this horrible set, you at least make it mildly entertaining. Um, I was in Rollins, Wyoming uh, just a few nights ago, and I was setting up the chairs, and like, like there was a cop who was in the, the showroom talking to the manager of the restaurant, and saw me setting up the chairs, and like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm setting up for a comedy show, he's like, there's a community here tonight? But I'm funnier <laughs> than that guy. Stop. And then he came to my show wearing a uh, Eric Cartman t-shirt from South Park. Oh, nice. Saying respect my authority. <laughs> yeah, and and you're like, is it a joke or not? Right, right. <laughs> you're the thing. He's probably one of those guys he's who like, makes a joke, but then he's serious. Yeah, I know. He's like, I got, you know what? They made this great joke that I'm going to use yeah. for real. <laughs> the worst kind of person. Those are the type of people who end up firing you from your day job, you know? <laughs> no, I was serious about he that. Got the shirt, see, he got the shirt as a gift from another officer. Yeah. He was like, yeah. this is you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> totally you, bro. This is you, to the T. <laughs> so what happened? Did he come up to you after the gig? Or? No. Well, he goes, he, you're only a little funnier than me. Yeah. <laughs> no, what no, I, was, no. I was telling Mike. I oh, was, that was the bad one. Yeah. That was the bomb one. Oh, you bombed? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. that's upsetting to me. Well, it's... Because uh, uh, I would watch you play anywhere. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I would actually like to see you bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I think in certain instances it well, would probably if be anything, better. If anything, if anything, this cop left thinking he's the next Hilarious. Richard Pryor. Right. <laughs> well, he also and you did him a disservice. In Texas, it does stand up. It's like, he has catchphrases. Make it work, bitch. Oh, Jesus. Like, uh, How many times does he use it? I, I'm interested. <laughs> now I want to see so many. Yeah. I want to see you bomb. I want to see this it's, guy do. It's sad that he's got the same work. catchphrase as America's Next Top Model, <laughs> like Heidi Klum. Yeah, Ed Jesse from yeah. Breaking Bad. He yeah. might be edgy like for where he lives. I know, yeah, yeah. Bitch. It's a hybrid of two other catchphrases. I'm gonna go get a burrito. Should I send over a Kronberg or somebody? Yeah, send, send anybody over. Right. It doesn't matter. We're just hanging out. All right, man. It's good talking to you yeah, guys. Yeah, I guess you. I'll probably do it for like another 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So. Let me send somebody over. Red Rover, Red Rover. See you, dude. Yeah. Uh, Chris was talking about. You know, we were talking about Robin Williams too. Yeah. And the thing that he introduced was. Um, with the Parkinson's might have been a big. Yeah. Motivator for that. Can't tell. What a. But uh, that show yeah. I did in San Francisco that night. Uh, did they somebody address it early we on? We talked about it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and I, I talked about it too, but you were like still crying. It was. I was. I was heartbroken. But I didn't want to do the show, and I was actually I was up there working on a commercial, and then I got put the shows together just because I happened to be up there. But I found out I was on set. I was like, oh my god. I did it for the rest of the day, like yeah. especially in his hometown. Like, hometown. <laughs> yeah. What an amazing. Matt Monroe. Hi, this is uh, Matt Monroe, Denver comic extraordinaire. You can find him on Twitter at Hey Monroe. H E Y M O N R O E. Hey Monroe. What's hey, up, Mike? How are you, man? What's happening over yeah. here? You know Michael Connell? I don't. Hey, hey how Mike are you? Connell, Mike, Great to meet you, man. Nice to meet you, man. Mike is. Oh shit! I'm always going on. Over What's here. going on? Tell me, man. You got the Zoom. What is this? The H4n. This is Zoom H4n. That's cool, man. I got the H2. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm not doing it. Just sitting and not using it for anything right now. It's sitting in a box. I have lots of ideas. No time to do it. <laughs> oh, as long as you have ideas. Well, I was gonna do a whole thing. Um, getting brunch with Matt Monroe. I love it. I love and then it. you came out with the whole. <laughs> Lunch. Getting lunch grabbing, thing, and it, I feel like it's kind of similar. Yeah, you know, so I'm gonna work out some new, work out some new things. Do you know Matt Monroe? Hi, uh, yeah. Old old buddies. Yeah. 
All right, this is Ben Kronberg. Love Ben Kronberg. You can find him on Twitter at Ben Kronberg. It is B-E-N-K-R-O-N-B-E-R-G. At Ben Kronberg. Oh, oh dog, it's very These things are cool. I, I've got I just hook up regular mics. Uh-huh. Are those things pick up? Are they picking up the wind? Yeah, they like throw this pattern and the whole thing falls in. I was gonna try to do it with like lavaliers, but if people had to get up and take a leak or something, it'd be a pain in the ass. So it actually does a really good job. As opposed to just taking these with them. Just, I know. Yeah. <laughs> just taking them. Would you mind? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. Thanks, man. How long are you uh, hanging out in town? Uh, till Tuesday. Oh. Then I go back to New York. A fine band. Yeah, till I thought you Tuesday. Were Amy Mann. Yeah. Like, my niece is up next year. Am I not so an Amy Mann? <laughs> Ten months or so. I'm an Amy I want to grow up to be an Amy Mann like you, Mom, Dad. <laughs> Save me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she used to do Largo all the time. Really? Yeah. It's the beauty about LA. You get a you get the real you get a really good cultural experience, I think, if you want it. You don't know if you're gonna see Suzanne Vega, you don't know if yeah, you're gonna see right? you know the ghost of Don Knotts. Any given night. <laughs> Any given Any night. It could be the ghost of Don Knotts. Yeah. <laughs> My friend had his old YMCA gym membership card. Don Knotts? Don Knotts. He used to be he used to belong to the Y. And uh, he like lost his card and his friend who worked at the Y found it. And Don had already got a new one at that time. He was just like, that's a really it. good really get. Good. And he gave it to my friend Ed Marquez. Who Ed Marquez is like uh, a, a Don nonsense historian. He's, yeah, he's great. I would like to. I would like to see a Pawn Stars episode of them trying to solve that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, you might remember Gus, the field goal kicking donkey, in which uh, Don Knotts trained uh, South American donkey to kick field goals. Uh, just saying that might add 10, 12 bucks. <laughs> This is where he worked out to train the donkey. Yeah. The so what are you looking to do with this thing? Is it, are you looking to pawn it or are you looking to... Yeah. That was a great movie. That was the kind of movie I could see when I was a kid. It was like... Disney those Disney, the Disney Don Knotts movies. Pete's Dragon, Apple Dumpling Gang. Yeah, a fine marriage. You know. Don Knotts. What was the first fucked up movie you saw that like took you out of what you had been exposed to? Oh, wow. That's a good question. What is it? I remember we went to Secrets of Nim for my birthday. And that, that and that was that was and pushing. My parents thought it was too. It was dark, yeah. And we left the theater. They, they, they walked us out of it. Shit. And it's a cartoon. And it's puppets. It's puppets. Yeah. Oh wait. Secret of Nim? Secret of Nim is an animated like thing about rats. Or are you talking oh. about uh, the, uh, you're talking you're about Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal, where they're like, yeah, 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 eating with Yeah, that. you're thinking Thank of you Ratatouille, much. I think. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <but>. <laughs> you are thinking of that. Yeah, uh, Dark Crystal. Oh, Dark Crystal is very crazy. I always had dreams, like sex dreams, about the Gelfling the woman. Girl, the girl, yeah, Gelfling yeah, girl, yeah. You know? like, I always wanted to ride one of those things. With it explains a lot. The Gelfling? Yeah. Always wanted to mount the Gelfling. Yeah. Gelfling. I, mean, I remember, uh, 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 the Jack just hang out with her. No, no, no. Uh, the Shining was fucking super scary. And even when you watch it now, it's just scary. Well, yeah, of course. That was I'm just humiliated. I blanked on The Shining for like three seconds. I saw a razor head and that changed everything. Really? Yeah. That'll do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> My mom walked in while I was watching and she's like, is this pornography? And I'm like, in a way. It is, it is so surreal <laughs> that it might be considered pornography. Sure. Uh-huh. No. no more Disney movies after that, dog. <laughs> it's hard to go back. <laughs> Yeah. Are you just staying here uh, 
the town, or are you staying in the hotels close? Or um, that's a local. They're, they're letting me. They're putting me up in my own apartment. My own, my own apartment. Okay. Wow. Are you? How did you work that day, Lau? Are you well, rooming with I'm anybody? I'm friends with Adam Kate. I don't know if you know who he is. He's kind of running. So you know the big word. I know the guys. You know. And, I was like, look, guys, I'll just stay in my house and uh, I'll just take three t-shirts and so save you guys on the hotel. Just with the per diem. Yeah, with the per diem t-shirt every day. I want a t-shirt. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I, will, I will suck nourishment from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need the food or the burritos. Just give me a t-shirt every day. T-shirt. Yeah, keep me warm, toasty. Signature's cotton. Let's provide some sustenance. Yeah, so this is this is all three of you guys. This is your first time for this festival, first time in Denver? My first you're, time you're from here. Last yeah. year. You're from here, aren't you? No, my mom lived, you know, lives here. Well, she grew up here. Gotcha. She lives in California. Oh, okay. And your first time in Denver? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? I've been to Colorado before, but not here. Cool. I actually broke down moving out to L.A. Emotionally. Like, no, 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 <laughs> in the Rockies, and so they brought my car here, but then I didn't stay here. <laughs> It was a, I was like, maybe I shouldn't go. I was broken down for two weeks, and I was staying in Dillon. Oh, wow. Which is, like, a very tiny place. Yeah, Dillon's a tiny little uh, and, ski town. Yeah, so I was just sitting there being like, I should have never become a comic. <laughs> like, the, the car literally won't let me get to my destination. I should quit and stay in Dillon. And, none, like, work. none of my skills allow me to fix this problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could maybe work at a taco stand in Dillon for yeah, exactly. the rest of my days. Or the rest whatever. of your life. Yeah. Beautiful up there. Oh, it's so gorgeous, yeah. But haunting when you want to get to L.A. <laughs> a little bit. Does Dylan make a more fuckable guy or girl? Dylan. Oh, the name. Like, who would you rather fuck? Dylan guy or Dylan girl? Respective uh, attraction. Is it D-I-L-L-O-N or D-Y-L-A-N? Well, that's the thing. What's a sexier Dylan? Is it D-I-L-U-N? D-I-L-U-N. I always think of men when I think of Dylan. Dylan. Do you know Lady Dylan? I think I've met Dylan. Like stuff like she this, might have been, had more masculine traits and still sexy. <laughs> That's sure. right. Hence the name. <laughs> and then you can just buy shit there. George was already taken. We're just doing a podcast over here. It's like right yeah. I know. You should come over and do it. Right on Main Street. There's some cool bars up there. Uh, yeah. I just fuck any other. You go like on a weekend? 20 minutes? Not even? You know the show that I'm right now. We're doing the podcast, right? It's like happening. This is happening. I know. I'm such a <laughs> the, the <main> <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd turn it on for an hour. I'm embarrassed about myself. Oh, would you uh, stop it? Okay. Oh, well, we can talk about it later. Let me know. And I'll <laughs> let her know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you should have stayed. Your, po- yeah. your, your podcast is so powerful. It, dri- it, drew <laughs> it drives people away. People away from the table. No, that's all right. Yeah, my, my idea was anyone who wants to come by can sit down and hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just how some people make themselves feel. That was a microcosm of the comedy scene right there. <laughs> That's feel the, what? Um, you know, like, uh, you have to have adversaries or else there's nothing uh, you're actually you're trying to do. doing for. anything. <laughs> you know? Unless you truly hate your Who fellow comedians. Yeah. <laughs> you are not. You have no ambition. Yeah, without resentment, there is no ambition. <laughs> yeah, that is a perfect quote. Yeah. <laughs> without resentment, there is no ambition. It's like, wow, dog, you went pretty deep. Sounds like you've been saying that in your room a lot. <laughs> I came up pretty I've confidently. Been perf- I've been perfecting this quote for yeah, ten yeah. years, nigh these ten years. <laughs> I think everyone does that. Yeah. You like lay in bed and come up with that perfect line, and it's just like, my God. 
when the opportunity presents itself. I always used to be like, well, I want to be able to quote Shakespeare in conversation, and then I realized you can make up your own dumb things right. <laughs> to say in conversation. Yeah. Attribute them to Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> and make, yeah. make bold claims like like you just made. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, no, well, if people get mad at you, oh, that was like, that was, you know, a Kierkegaard. <laughs> <laughs> that was Wagner said that. I don't know. It's like trying to catch a tiger by the tail. You wouldn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get you it. have to live it. Yeah. Nice call on the poutine last night, man. Poutine is great. Yeah. I like a poutine. Have you had the poutine at the, what is it, night after night? Or what's a restaurant called? Where? 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 Where we were last night? Oh, City O City. City, I knew there was an O. Yeah, All night I after had night, was yeah, yeah. O in the middle. Two things were, yeah, <laughs> two repeated. Things were the two same things were repeated, yeah. A sandwich. A sandwich. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, food is great. I just had a great quesadilla. I dribbled on my pants, and so now my pants are spotted, and I really have to remove myself from the situation to, uh, to get into the erotic mode of fan sure. fiction, well, of on-the-spot fan the fiction. Tonight. Yeah, are you? You're on the show. Man. You're eroticizing. Yes, yeah. I'm eroticizing. Are you guys doing? You're pre. You're pre. Are I you pre? Yeah. I, I didn't pre. I'm doing. Uh, you're a real man. No, no, I'm a lazy man. That's a lazy man's choice. It was like well, waiting. You know, it keeps me from having to do it to the last but, minute. But your laziness is overshadowed by your gall. <laughs> I believe it was... Uh, laziness I believe it was uh, Baudrillard. That, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Baudrillard People said. call my laziness laziness, but it is really just immense gall. <laughs> because I don't give any fucks. Without gall, there is no lazy. <laughs> you have to have the gall before the laziness, yeah. 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 <laughs> Dog, we just came up with an entirely new Bartlett. You have... <laughs> You have the gall to change my Bartlett's? <laughs> yes. Well, he's very lazy. And we've just realized they are one and the same. Uh, yeah. Well, half hour, I think you'll, you know, yeah. you'll come up with something. No, it'll be great. No, I've done, it, I've done it before. I just, I usually just try to pick a, um, this is my secret. No. I try to pick a, uh, you know, I try not to focus on what the topic is. <laughs> Is, is the key. Right. What a like, great philosophy. It's like, you use that as little as possible. So let's say, Just they, they say um, you know, yeah. Casper the friendly ghost. You go away from that. I use Casper as like an entrance point or uh, a reveal as opposed to the trying to really like make sense of play that. with yeah. Casper in a world that I have no idea what it is. Yeah. Right. Like, well, we all know that his best friend was Greg. As he yeah, wrong yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Casper woke up one morning. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. And you, I would love to get Casper, though, because I think I would, you know. But I, I usually try to do, like, a... And some other, like, theme. Like, don't talk about the thing too much and then try to create another... World, yeah. ...thing that's, like... I don't know. You know, maybe more personal right. or something. Right. And not just, like, a... Uh, the story of them. Who knows better uh, about your sex life yeah, yeah. than you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all those people yeah, yeah. you mount <laughs> It's the palette from which I... <laughs> what you draw. Yeah, yeah. You don't you know, know nothing about no ghost sex. So, yeah. Ghost sex. <laughs> I do know. Hey, hey, what's happening? How are you, man? Good. Do you know these guys? You're fine. Uh, you're, yeah. you're fine. You're good. I think that's the idea. Yeah, yeah. I have the same recorder. I was like, oh my God, it's the dude. Yeah. Good morning. We're, we're, we're 
podcast. I might grab another oh. beverage. Yeah, yeah. So you, you can move over. Can I get a um, uh, 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 margarita? Yeah. Thanks. I'm thinking about doing a mark, too. <laughs> yeah. You want one? Um, yeah. Thanks, Mike. I'm just doing it. Mark it up. Now it's heating up. Um, but I guess the 11th uh, Street, 11th Avenue Motel. But yeah, how is that? It's fine. It's, it's fun. It's right around the corner from where the show was last night. Which is great. Well, are they 420 friendly? Uh, I don't think so. Whose shirt is this? 420 friendly. <laughs> yeah, but I guess out here in Denver you can just walk Are you 420 friendly? Is it party time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you go into the, uh, what is it? That's what you want to do is have a podcast yeah, talk about all the drugs you do. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just give us some but it's not even, like, every time I go into a dispensary here, there's, like, older people. There's, like... It's, it's people that didn't grow up with drug, you know, like they, uh, it's the, not older, but like it's our age, it's people that are married or even older. Families. Yeah. Well, I would say, dudes in wheelchairs, or like do five shots of Jack, one of them's going to fuck you up a lot more, you know? Smoking and joint is fine, it'll, you can only kind of, you can only get so high. You top out at high. With drunk, you can pass out, you can black out. With high, it just, your mouth gets drier and drier. Drier and drier. Your eyes get more squinty. It's just bright out here, bro. What do you mean they get more squinty? It's just bright. I'm not high, I've just been swimming. <laughs> I always swim, you smell my skin. Smell my skin. You already have the evidence. Smell my skin. Yeah. Oh, you still go to the waterfront park um, yes, I'm trying to crowd it. Um, I think the idea would be to go t- from when it's $26 instead of like 50 And so it'll be from like 2 p.m. to like 5 or something. You know, three or four hours. You, do, you know, you, you might need more, you know. You do what you do, get wet. I've never like uh, left a water slide park thinking like oh, I could use enough. Felt hours. feeling gypped. Yeah. <laughs> a few more hours. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> hey. Yeah, it's one of the best ones. I, I it was my first job and I got paid two dollars an hour to sweep up cigarette butts and uh, you know flush toilets and things like that. That's awesome. Like high school, teenage. No, it was like fourteen. Um, I suppose I could have been, you know, meanwhile in some other country, like a 14-year-old's being forced into prostitution or indentured servitude, you know? And I had to work at a water park getting free admission and looking at girls in bikinis all day. Plus some long cigarette butts. Yeah. I think bikinis should just be plural. It should just be, hey, look at all those bikinis. <laughs> it sounds like you know. Gotta keep the yeah, why? What's with the bikinis, ladies? <laughs> Is that an impression of fourteen-year-old Ben? Hey, hey ladies! ladies. Some sort of a bullshit Nick podcast. Thune. Yes, it is a bullshit podcast, and that is Nick Thune. Uh, find him at nickthune.com or at Nick Thune on Twitter. That is N I C K T H U N E. Nick Thune. This is like, uh, this is, I need to get some food. You want some food? I already had some. You want food? I ate Nick's eggs, buddy. Uh-huh. Mike, Mike's Good bringing us some. Uh, I like how he says my name over again Nick. so the listeners He's, know. Hi, Nick. This is, uh, <laughs> this is Nick Rutherford. Yes. The listeners and, uh, know, which you could have seen me on Drunk History this week. Yes. Um, Nick Thune's friend of the show with the Cape Berlanza. Are you going to finish that burrito? <laughs> yeah. Just go from table to table. Ah. Are you, uh, are you done with that burrito? <laughs> 
Huh? I'm done with that burrito. Yeah. I mean, I, I do need to go eat. It's going to be a problem. If you I could don't. probably do some uh, illegal Pete's vines where you're like, do you, are you going to eat that burrito? Oh, you know? That'd be a good commercial. <laughs> just get us free burritos. I, I don't know, ask. I went. Oh, thank you. Oh. <laughs> no, because I had it on when I bought my quesadilla. I'm going to go get a burrito. You want one? I'm good right now. Do you want a line? Yeah. Well, I don't care. What are these extra tall margaritas? I guess so. They're $4. I think they're extra Michael Connell. Do you guys have a show? Do you have a show? Erotic fanfiction. Did you pre-write or did you... Thank you. Are you going to write in the moment? I'm writing in the moment. Are you writing in the moment? Oh, cool. No, that's the only way I've done it, though. That's the only way I think to do it. It's way better, I think. I don't want to crap about it. I want to like come up with something. Sure. The one thing really about gem. this show is <laughs> you pull the veil back and show I saw him in LA. Oh, I know. It's not. I got Don Quixote last time. And they spelled it. 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 And they spelled he knows back. works. You know, get a burrito. Come yeah, on. yeah. Come back. Quesadilla won't fill you up as much. It's just a little over. You don't need that cheese. But it tastes better. And then it goes. Yeah. Quesadilla. Oh, yeah. Jordan Doe? We're doing a podcast Come on, sit over here, Jordan. Oh, hell. All right. Do you guys mind if I record this for my podcast? Uh, I don't mind that at all, Jordan. That is uh, Jordan Dahl. Jordan Dahl. You can find him on Twitter at his handle, RazorLou, R-A-Z-O-R-L-O-U, RazorLou, Denver's own Jordan Dahl. Actually, if we could do the uh, uh, podcast within a podcast, within a podcast. And then we'll have someone record that. Okay, sure. see, now and then we'll go back in time. What is that? After you got the piece, that it was a nacho. Like you hadn't yet uh, crossed the barrier to the Sleep, they dream, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, um, Inception. Inception. God damn it. Points go to. I said Elysian and it threw me off. Elysian through Inception just. Yeah. That's much like like it did to Inception in the box office. (laughs) Did you guys see Sandra Bullock at the Oscars? No. She really thought she was going to get an Oscar. It was really kind of heartbreaking to see. What do you mean? Like you could tell she was like, you, you know how they always have those boxes of the people who are up when they like and the Oscar goes to, and they announced uh, you know the other woman and she just like, was it was she supposed to get it for Gravity? Yeah, everyone thought she was gonna get it for Gravity. I didn't, you know, I thought she was still Sandra Bullock and Gravity. I like Gravity. I I liked uh, Clooney, uh, 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 the filmmaker. But, and Sandra was good. I thought she was good, but who made it? Do you remember who made it? Oh, you want to know who the filmmaker was? Karan, Karan, somebody. Is it Karan dude. Butler uh, from the Clippers? <laughs> I do know it was a Spanish guy. Uh, I mean, I thought it was visually amazing. I agree. I didn't see it. And I like the the concept. And I like the preview. Did too. Didn't you feel like super plausible too? When Phil Plaus. How like there's things floating in the air that give you your cell phone, and then when that gets knocked out, you're just like, well, that's not uh-huh. my life anymore. Yeah. You know? I thought it was interesting. Yeah. No, I think I think it was great. It was like great for a you know 
disaster movie, right? Kind of, it's like kind of a little bit disaster movie. Yeah, I'd call it a disaster movie. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see it again. Okay. However, Listen, I, would I don't think that that should stop you from giving us your detailed feedback. Okay, all right, here we go. That <laughs> even people that have seen the movie, however, that's it. Right. However, after talking to two people who did right. for upwards of two minutes, <laughs> it had a disaster movie feel to it. How did would you guys say that she deserved? She deserved the Oscar. Um, you just no. Kids no. Kids no. Kids that's good. I just like when you play crazy. Don't worry about that. I don't know, but Kate Blanchett is really good. She she occupies. She occupies and creates a thing that I think you can't deny, whereas Sandra Bullock, you can still always tell that it's Sandra Bullock. Do you guys think that Sandra Bullock would appreciate it if we made our own Oscar and sent it to her? I don't think she would refuse it. I don't see how she But she's got a room full of just... I wasn't against Just ramshackle Oscars. Ego porn. <laughs> she's, got, she's got at least five walls dedicated to ego porn. That's on the door and written a masking tape. Uh-huh. Oh, man. they got to keep it organized. This is 80s ego porn. This is uh, the net era ego yeah. porn. Yeah. Yeah. You watch the net now and it has like, like those Mac types, you know, Mac yeah. You can always tell the era of a movie by the computers and she's Cody. I I always love it when like in an old movie they'll be like It'll be in the future, like Alien, or Aliens is a great example of that, where it's like this is, you know, thousands, hundreds or thousands of years in the future, space travel's a thing, but they've still got like DOS prompts and shit, like it's the deep future, everything's run by computers. It's still like Greeno vision. Yeah. Yeah. DOS prompts. Yeah. It's really... Thank you for thinking I might know what that means. Yeah. Yeah, the entire, the, this giant city-sized mining ship is running on weird DOS command lines. Oh, I fucked it up. But, but, but even... Launched us all into space again. But even now, those movies are so good and not be, in, in, in the whatever of having that, you know, kind of retro future show. Yeah is like just kind of how those movies are made from yeah. like the true depth of like the sound design and the slow camera movements and just the tone and the mood it's sort of like that's what these things that can carry these movies you know I think the effects yeah it has a vibe it has a vibe to it. it's totally it's totally based on the vibe is because you buy that this could be you know maybe it's just a different version it's a utilitarian yeah. computer system that exists in this reality yeah. sure. what I do notice is it's rare that you see the scorched earth vision of the future you know what I mean it's always us like in space killing it it's not like everything you know we lost all the water and it dried up yeah bad math it's hard to have a movie. It's hard to have a movie that exists in that space without it being about that space. You know, where it's like, yeah, we fu- you never see like, yeah, we fucked up the Earth, but we're doing okay. In spaceships, have you seen the new ships? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Somebody needs the candy version. I like that movie. It's a great movie. You guys knew the kid who snorted them though. Every kid. Are you wanting to share? I feel like every kid saw it happen. 
I'm doing a. It's unaffiliated with the fest. I'm doing a cartoons and comedy, which is they they sit down and watch a bunch of cartoons and um, and just goof on it. It's a bunch of fun. Yeah. 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 That's one of my favorite shows in the world because they used to have a cereal bar and we'd go and get all juiced up on cereal and watch cartoons. Yeah. At like what gives you the most buzz? What cereal? Oh, dude. Anything fruity? Fruity Pebbles? Fruit Loops? Captain Crunch Bears? Yeah. Yeah. Anything where the fruit is spelled with two O's. And it's that's really rip the top. I like. Well, that's how it gets in. It's like chew. It's got fiberglass in it, so it cuts golden your golden Golden grams. Even the way that they get soggy is delightful. I, I submit that they are soggy. Better when they're soggy. Kind of like a graham cracker. Yes. Agreed. I'm still bruised. What happened? I bruised my tailbone. Oh, that's the worst. Can you stand up straight and everything? Yeah, no, it's fine. Sitting down is the main thing, and it's only like sitting down and leaning back. So I kind of sit on your dick when you're, you know, like come down on your dick wrong, you know, like pants on or off. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. It's also the worst way to jump off the cliff and pants off. Yeah, yeah. get in there. <laughs> I thought my swimsuit would protect me, but... You got beat up? No. Mm. I did one of those cliff situations. You did the beating? The cliff? Yeah. It's like, I've done it before. On vacation, we always go to the same place. So it hit, is just the water that your tub on? Yeah, because what I did was I... It's like a 45-foot drop that... The tide was kind of low, so I thought, I don't want to, like, go too deep, so I don't want to, like, pencil it, you know? Sure. So I kind of bent my knees a little bit, and so I impacted, like, slap back there. I know the underground of the Buffalo Club. Pretty powerful. It's kind of hard. It sounds harder than skydiving, for goodness sake. <laughs> Thank you. Are you going to be all right? You're going to be up in Adam, or are you still kind of fucked up? Adam. Jane Holland? What's that? Up in Adam Jane Holland? <laughs> Adam Jane Holland? We just broke your arm last year, didn't you? Yeah. What happened? I tripped on a trolley track while I was carrying a pizza on a cobblestone road. That'll do it. Save the pizza. Which I'm sure all the listeners were concerned about. Sure, yeah, yeah. Well, you're eating right now, so we know the food's important. Very pizza-centric. <clears throat> The burrito's jealous that you're talking about how you save that pizza. Because that's how burritos are. This burrito knows that goes both ways. This burrito just wants to settle down. <laughs> you know? That's what burritos want to do. They want to settle down. Settle down all night long. As you're like laying in bed trying to sleep. There's this place in uh, Los Angeles called Don Antonio's that my wife and I go to all the time. And it's like one of the only places where like when we walk in, they like, you know, oh, that's like fun. And they bring us the same thing that we order every time. You know, two Cadillac margaritas and, you know. Some chips and salsa, extra salsa. salsa. Yeah, you get it, you have a wife, you're taken. Right. You don't have to put it in every sentence. So are you on? So now that you have a wife, are you on Tinder? There's got to be a serial killer right now out there on Tinder, right? right? A, a budding serial killer. Maybe they haven't done it yet. Like the Craigslist killer. Yeah, they haven't done it yet, but they are on Tinder looking for victims. This has to stop. That's why you hire us. 
<laughs> We're Tinder PD. <laughs> We're a non-sanctioned police department hired by the internet to protect Tinder. We'll get down and dirty if we have to. You just have to swipe right on us. That's our bio. Are you on Tinder now? Swipe right. I'm not saying I am. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not a kid. I know what it is. I've heard people talk about it. I've signed up and created my own account for it. I know you because your fingertips. I know my uh, my age range would be 18 to 47 if I was. Put some sleeves on. How many one bad boy can hang out here? I'm gonna need you. I thought I was the original gangster. Fighters keepers. Inspiration received. They're having a sleeve on. Are they doing a thing where they're taking sleeves off? Man, this is just his style, and I kind of ripped his style. His style. How's it going? Hey, how are you, man? Good. Sleeves free. Yeah. Trouble think what happens with beards too high. Trouble comes to sleeves free town. Well, you're more than welcome to sit down here with us. Do they have some sort of like a boys club? We're doing a little podcast right now. Hanging out. I'm sitting like side And the last guy to sit down with us is Ian Douglas Terry. Ian is uh, from Omaha. He does a festival called the Crom Festival, and he just moved to Denver. And you can find him on Twitter at Ian Douglas Terry. I A N D O U G L A S T E R R Y. Ian Douglas Terry. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, they have good food too. Yes, I know you do the crumb festival. Did you see, yeah, yeah, that's how I. In Omaha. Yeah, doppelganger. It looked like it was an amazing yeah. show. Oh, dude, Did you see you in 25 years. Cool. The cool part. Oh, very yeah. cool. Where is it? Where in Omaha? Where? where? Uh, the place called the Waiting Room. Ah. It's like a 300-ish, 400-ish. But he had a beard. Pretty sweet. It was, uh, awesome. Yeah. It was more than. I really sweet. want to play yeah. this. Dude, get it all. Anytime. Right. We can make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's like, I used to do comedy. That's where I lived until I moved here. <laughs> oh, you just moved back to where I yeah. learned to scale. Yeah. At the beginning of the month. Hey, welcome, dude. Well, yeah, like, I love it. Yeah, this is, it feels like a happening spot. It's killer. We're still gonna do the right. festival. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I need a reason to go. Sure. You guys know each other, Brian Nick. Exactly. Good to see him. How's it going? Just trying to keep race relations right. Ever since the Ferguson thing? You, you're like the NAACP of Brian. the <laughs> Brian has 200 matches on Tinder. 200? I have 147. Well, he has 147 matches on Tinder. 140. All of them serial killers. <laughs> a lot of precious girls. A lot of you swipe, what do you swipe left on? Uh, I mean... Nothing really. I take it all. You gotta take them all. You gotta you, take them all. And you narrow See, it down from there. Most of the guys that I've met, that's their approach is just you swipe swiping small. right with everything. It's wide net. Yeah. You'll get one. You'll catch one. Yeah. A good one. I have an idea that I want to shoot. It's Tinder Live, where a woman just goes and like, well, as she's walking down the sidewalk, swipes <laughs> men away with her Swipe yeah. just like Until she flies finds one that she likes and then she swipes him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, he swipes her. Tinder live. Tinder live. Well, I think it would be a fun thing to project and have an audience decide on who to go for. Mm-hmm. You know? Like a yay or a nay. <laughs> on stage, Tinder. And you just have to be go. Like show you have ever. to go till you make a match. You just bring up girls that are right. swiping. Are they only in the audience? Real, real. Well, like, no, I think she's so. pretty ugly. I, I don't. I think she needs to leave. Sorry. I don't think I need the rest of this burrito. I think 
I'm like a three-quarter burrito kind of guy. Yeah. Really? Oh, you have That's a quesadilla. That's got to be the meanest idea you've ever had. Look at this. Not fully Tender on stage. Like, all right, we're going we're gonna to do something weird, guys. We're going to humiliate some people that might be in the audience. We're going to bring up every woman in this audience. Not the males. Just the women. <laughs> like Thailand, you know, they wear the bikinis and have the numbers on them and the girls just like march around. Oh. I'm a scumbag. Um, number 12, please. You better have brought your A-game. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Baby, you tender. Baby, you tender. Making a seal tender song? Baby, you tender. How many tender matches do you have now? Look, we're on a podcast right now. That's I can sell how many you have because you have a ridiculous amount. <laughs> how many numbers? What's the right. number? You had More like five. Two weeks now? I had no, I had I have less than five. I had like, less than I, five. I have like well I've I've like I've about five. How about selective five are you? Uh, well, my age range is 18 to 47. <laughs> That's pretty uh, selective. Uh, uh, 50, pretty 55 selective. miles uh, radius. Is there an so, age cap? Not your, so, like, <laughs> I haven't explored that. <laughs> it's about time. I haven't gone Columbus. down that 7-Eleven aisle yet. <laughs> There's only four aisles, so. I haven't gotten the. Uh... <laughs> Two of them are firewood. Yeah. It's basically chicks and their moms. Like, that's your age range. <laughs> mm-hmm. How late are dispensaries open? I need that mother daughter binary. <laughs> I'm looking for that mother daughter binary. Like, close to like seven or eight or something like that. Time is it. Are you feeling some uh, lower back pain, Nick? Yeah, and I'm sure we could go to uh, I can't Denver see. Relief. Oh, a lot of. Yeah. Is there, I think there's eight or nine. Maybe? Isn't there one we get 20% off at or something? Yeah, Denver Relief. 50% off. 50% yeah, off. 50% off. 20% off edibles. Oh, that's edibles. I don't like those. 25%? No, 50% on. Uh, well, why not, Nick? Did you have a bad experience with one at one point? <laughs> Did you have a bad experience with a gummy bear? I heard your dog story. Yeah. That's fucking That's crazy. There's been a few bad experiences with edibles. Yeah. You know, it's fun at like. Yeah, don't. What? I want I want Ben's light perfect right now sure. for this podcast. Actually, the, the light is streaming. No shadows through. on Ben for this podcast. It's through the patio. It looks it's actually good. Kind of romantic. <laughs> Without your stipulation. <laughs> he must be lit beautifully. Leave your shadows at home, dog. <laughs> Leave your shadows at home, dog. Have you? No smoking shadows before you got a zing. That'd be a perfect like like a you sassy think, those, cinematographer. Those mics are better than talking those mics? to the light. <laughs> shadow, you know, like while while those he fixes the. Really? The business. Yeah. Those are good mics, though, aren't they? They are, but um, these are more omnidirectional. Nice. And and this throws the pattern. (laughs) Sucks it all up. I rented a couple of miles. You could have all four of these going. True. True. I've never figured that part out though. I I can show you how to do it. Okay. Thank you. I'd actually love to see that. Also, you could just Google it. <laughs> also, no. I need to take up uh, several uh, several minutes of your time explaining something I probably still won't get. Are there more questions to ask or more things to Google? You know, like verbally or. My mom will Google be like, more, right? "Hey, verbally or." I'll be in the car and she'll be like, "Hey, will you Google how old is a Dalai Lama?" <laughs> no, I'm not. You do it. I've stopped inquiring about all the things that you wonder, you alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> That's Pete Holmes' joke. He's like, uh, 
like, where's Tom Petty from? And he's like, you look up, you look it up right away. And then you used to like not know stuff. Yeah. But now you know it all immediately. Well, where's Ben Kronberg from? <laughs> Florida. Parts unknown. Parts unknown. Parts unknown. Like The Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm a comedy wrestler. Yeah. Isn't that what's his name's TV show? Live action. No. <laughs> uh, um, Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. No, yes, it is. I think it is. Is it? It sounds Parts right. unknown. Which just shows him like riding buses around, yeah, eating insects. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like his shows. I think he's the most fuckable of all the Food Network dudes. Yeah. yeah. Well, him and Guy Fieri, right? <laughs> Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> but think about the difference between uh, the guy from Eastbound and Down, Kenny. Uh, what's his name? Powers. Kenny Powers. And and Guy Fieri. Visually, like if you took your glasses off, if you were a predator, they would be the same person. <laughs> but like Kenny Powers is so fucking like cool. a lion. Yeah, <laughs> Kenny Powers is so cool. Yeah, like a national hockey but, yeah. <laughs> but Guy Fieri is only cool ironically. Yeah. Or double ironically. Right. But Guy Fieri's not Finally, cool. somebody addresses the real issue. <laughs> the elephant in the room. How ironic is Fieri? Well, I said, you know. Double, triple, might be quadruple. There might be so many double negative things going on there. We never get the answer. Uh, the double irony has. Uh, <laughs> double irony. Uh, parody. I always say I'd respect him a lot more if he didn't love everything. He just loves everything. Yeah. I've never seen him like take a bite of something and be like, oh, this is Well, just so, okay. does, so does Jimmy <laughs> Fallon. Jimmy Fallon loves everything, but he's cool. That's gonna be the lost episodes where he just you know? spits things out. <laughs> it's good to put what's wrong with loving everything. Oh my God, why? <laughs> I love it. Too much love. Some more Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Sounds to be sound system. Too much love. Too much love. So did you? So do you always screw these into the table? They're not screwed in. Did you imagine if I did? He brings the table. <laughs> he brings the table with him. Yeah. That's how you roll oh, this is your oh, this is your table. table. Yeah. Nice. Podcasts are just like reality shows without cameras. You check this. <laughs> you check, check it, right? One, two, yeah. One, two. No, you can't carry. No. Oh yeah, you check the table. You got to do that. You know, Delta does carry on. Uh, Tables now. Did they really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can bring a table eight feet, ten feet. That should be Doesn't need to be folded. It's fine. You can't board early with babies anymore, which is fucking bullshit. Really? Why else do you have a kid? No babies. Delta rule. American Delta, like slowly every airline's cutting that off. Why? I don't know. To make people pay for early boarding. Yeah. To, yeah, to force force people. For myself, bus flight, they were like, "Would you like to board early?" Yeah, it's starting at sixteen dollars, and that, the word that's key there is starting. It was like, "All right, three hundred eighty-five dollars to board five minutes earlier on Southwest." Wow. Did you roll out here solo? Mike and I are on the same plane. No, yeah, I'm solo. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's weird. There's no reason for it. Yeah, what do dudes do when they're solo? Uh-oh. Solo. Good catch. Good catch. Yeah. A little me time. Um, Brian. Brian. A lot of regret. Yeah. A lot of tequila. your stuff. Unbelievable. Did you get the, did you do the pre-screen thing? We don't have to go through security. Yeah. They got Kronberg. But they booked this without you having my number. <laughs> so I had to fly with all the regular people yeah. through the... Hey, you haven't been flying in a while. It's like a five-minute interview. I had to go into like 7 a.m. on a day I wasn't flying. I sat down. I dressed all nice. I thought it was like a real thing. And the guy goes, uh, have you ever been arrested? 
like, shouldn't you know that? <laughs> and he goes, it's yes or no. And I said, no. And he said, pose for your picture. And then I was a TSA pre-check. So you think that like, that's the dumbest question to ask? You ever been arrested? I've already had you know. No. That's what I need. I need to re yeah. I mean, you're a security officer. You're looking at a computer with my info on it. Are you having sex with anybody else now? No. Close for your picture. No. And so you and Suzanne still a lot of missionaries, sometimes cowboy? Close for your picture. And she, but she doesn't like reverse cowboy because why? She thinks it looks gross. Is that it? Still? Like a whore? I like it. You know, it's got its ups and downs. Let's implicate ourselves. That was all made up stuff. I think this is a good time to end the show so that we don't implicate ourselves. Thanks for hanging out. It's an hour Check it, check it, check it, check it. Well, that's a real Yeah, you know, we always say that. Who else came by? Chris Paul? If you overshoot it, you'll be sorry. Matt Monroe. If you undershoot it, you'll be Yeah, just say Jordan Dahl. Jim Hickok, Summer's Kid. 10 to 14. I'll read the live one. 10 to 14. Adam Tozier, Adam Keaton Holland, Kate Berlant, Ben Stelman, Brian Cook, Cameron, Brian, 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 Karma. Karma. Oh, is Ian going to be here? Ian Carmel, too. Right in the love right, right where he's <laughs> He's on the show with me. Uh, I have a new match on Tinder. I've been crumbling with Eddie Haynes, Billy Mendez, Chris Banks, Trust Team, for a name. I have a new match on Tinder. New match on Tinder. On Emily Jones. Vaughn. And as always, I'm actually Lisa Lampanelli. All right. All right, guys, that was it. The High Plains Comedy Festival version of the Grabbing Lunch podcast. Thank you again to everyone who stopped by and hung out. Uh, ben Cronenberg, Michael Connell, Nick Thune, Chris Walsh, Ian Douglas Terry, Matt Monroe, Jordan Dahl. Find all of them online. Um, find uh, Ben on, on Tinder. Give him a right swipe. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed it. I had a good time, too. Um, I have one more episode coming out next week. I actually went to the world-famous... Casa Bonita with the High Plains co-founder Andy Jewett. That is actually going to be coming out next Saturday. We really did Casa Bonita right. And full disclosure, I actually, my mom was raised in Denver, so I spent my whole childhood going out there and visiting my grandparents. So to be able to do a podcast at Casa Bonita, that was the place where we always wanted to go as kids. And uh, and next week, you will hear why. So that is it. Uh, the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. Find us grabbinglunch.com, at Grabbing Lunch on Twitter, uh, facebook.com slash grabbinglunch. Um, hope you guys have enjoyed this as much as I have, and uh, we will see you next Saturday.